0: Welcome to Five Shot Friday with Bart and Sunny Miller. Sunny, take it away.
1: Well, thank you, Bart. Today, I'm calling this podcast Conversations in the Car.
0: Yeah, let's go. We're uh, driving down the road right now, headed to play a little bit of pickleball. So, excited about that. And uh, let's have some fun. Let's be entrepreneurs here. Let's multitask.
1: (laughs) All right, let's do it. All right, our first topic of the day... Is Alex Hormozzi and the King Solomon Paradox? Doesn't that just sound exciting?
0: It is awesome. I really like <laughs> it a lot, and I thought it was one of his better things uh, that he ever came out with. And I, uh, I've taught this in a different way, so it was super cool to hear how he explained it and uh, the way he utilizes it.
1: Yeah. So let's go. What if a psychological tool gave you the ultimate guidance for your life? Wouldn't that be
0: incredible? It is going to be incredible.
1: So a few weeks ago, we mentioned an Aubrey Marcus event that Alex Hormozzi spoke at. Now, if you know Aubrey Marcus at all, you know that Aubrey is very much in what some people call the woo-woo space. And if you know Alex Hormozzi at all, you know he's the exact opposite of that. So combined, it made quite a conversation. It was pretty fun to watch. But what was an absolute mic drop moment for me, and I think for Bart, was when Aubrey asked Alex about a psychological tool he uses to get the ultimate advice for his life in creating the best version of himself every single day. So Alex said when he looks for a source for advice, there must be three things present. Competence, context, and alignment. If someone is competent and has context, but they are misaligned, that is a recipe for disaster. And you'll see why in just a second. So many of the issues Alex saw with a lot of modern therapies was he would spend 90 minutes trying to provide context for one decision to somebody who might not be as competent as he was in regard to what the topic was. And then on top of that, their misalignment was what? They wanted him to come back every week, right? So that they could get paid. So he was missing two of the things he needed to have in order to accept advice. Now, Alex heard of a study that was done, and it's called the Solomon Paradox. And I didn't have enough room to write it all out in the newsletter, but maybe we can expand upon that a little bit here. So the meats and bones of it is that people are better at giving advice than at following it themselves. So they found that if they took somebody who gave great advice and they whitewashed their story, their life story, and presented it to them as if it was somebody else. They gave incredible advice, but they weren't following it in their own life. So, yeah, in other words, we give better advice than we follow. And it's called the Solomon Paradox because King Solomon, right? We all know he was like the ultimate. People would travel all over. Go ahead. Yeah,
0: and so one thing I just want you to throw in your mind that might help you with this right now is, as I speak about this a little bit, is if you've got kids, this will make total sense. Because when you counsel your kids, it's like amazing, right? But do you follow the same counsel or did you follow the same counsel as you gave your kids? Yeah. You know, and it's so funny (laughs) is we we want to give them all this advice, tell them all these things. But then for us, we look at it through a different lens, you know, and so it it just might help some of you out there to uh, understand what we're talking about right now.
1: Yeah, to make that connection. So, yeah, it's called the King Solomon Paradox because people traveled to, to meet with him and to get advice from him, but his personal life was kind of a wreck. So, Alex thought about this and concluded that most of the time he felt like he knew what he needed to do or should do, but he didn't want to follow through with it or he wanted somebody to tell him what to do. This always led back to he needed someone who was competent, had context, and was aligned. And he thought to himself, the most awesome person I can think of who would have a version of all three of those quote-unquote end-of-game Alex, meaning himself at about 85 years old, who had accomplished everything he wanted to accomplish and embodied the traits he wanted to embody. I don't know if that made sense. Does that make sense to you? Yeah,
0: absolutely (laughs) makes sense because... You know, the one that obviously has all the traits you're looking for, you would hope, would be yourself. So you look at yourself in the mirror, and if you have that acceptance of yourself and that knowledge of yourself, then who, you know, you'd want to lean on your older self.
1: Yeah, because that is ultimately who you hope to become. Yeah. And he calls 85-year-old Alex Solomon, and he actually time blocks his calendar to have one hour with Solomon every week. It's like every Monday, there's a time block on his calendar that says Solomon. And he said, you know even though it's end of game Alex that's what he named 85 year old Alex and Alex thinks better when he writes things out and I do too not everybody does so like if you wanted to try this exercise you could just voice memo back and forth or you could do a video or like whatever helps you think things through is what you would want to do but he simply types out conversations between himself and between Solomon so that's so cool okay so stay with us here because this is a really powerful example of how he utilized this in his life so Alex had put together a really big multi-year project it was a big deal that required working with a vendor because of past experience with this said vendor he had put some trust in him and felt confident he would follow through with their verbal agreement the vendor however at the last minute did not follow through did not say what he or she you know didn't do what they said they were going to do And it ended up costing Alex $15 million. And Alex made this clear. It wasn't like if the thing would have gone through, he would have had $15 million. It cost him $15 million hard cost that he lost. So you can kind of imagine, you know, you got to work some things through on this. Like it would have been something that would have needed to be addressed internally. So he sat down and he typed a conversation with Solomon. He didn't have to provide any context because Solomon already knew what had happened and he also already knew the amount of time Alex had put into this project because I mean imagine you're talking to somebody else you're like I worked really hard on this and they're like yeah but they didn't really get it. Solomon gets it. And the words that came back to him were I am the product you are building not the thing and I know what you put into that and I am satisfied and that is enough. That was just such a huge mic drop for me when he said that. Um, You can be absolutely real with your Solomon because there is no ego involved. You can't lie to your Solomon. Like they know if you're lying. Like you can't pull that over them. So once you start winning, it's easy to impress other people. So I think the key is you have to raise the bar to what would impress your Solomon. There's quite a difference between how hard other people think you're trying and how hard you're really trying and whether or not you really have anything left in the tank. And I guess people, you know, once you, like an Alex or, or even Barter I, people ask, how do you stay motivated? How do you live life to the fullest and leave nothing left behind? How do you play full out? And the answer is to strive to impress your Solomon of you every single day. You just got to remember, you're the product, not anyone else and not anything
0: else yeah you're the investment you're the time and you make of you what you want to make of you and that's why Sonny and I are so passionate about architecting your life by design and that's part of it and I think the other thing that I just want to hit on is I can't tell you how many times I've challenged people to go inside their bathroom get on their mirror and write on their mirror that they love themselves and that they are enough And they they can't spend that time with themselves looking themselves in the mirror and actually love themselves. And it's an interesting thing. If you can't do that, how can you sit with Solomon and be honest with yourself and really be true with yourself, you know? So I think there's some things of just really being okay with you and what you're trying to do. What's your why? What are you creating? Who are you becoming? You know? And when you think that through, all of a sudden, solomon becomes real to you and you know what you want on your tombstone you know what you want from your 80 you know what i mean you know you know what you're existing for to create so if there's an exercise you want to try with solomon first is go find out why you don't love yourself and or you do love yourself and be very clear on that and then actually understand that you're enough at where you're at today to make it where you want to go
1: i love that and i I I would maybe add just a little more is what's your intention of why you do what you do on a daily basis? Because even like we were discussing like going to the gym and it's like, I want to look good. I want to impress other people. I wanted to, you know, like, why are you going if it's not to build you, then there's really no depth to it.
0: Exactly. Right. You know, and sometimes you start to break that down of why do you go to the gym? You know? Well, it's because I want to look good. Okay, well why do you want to look good? And you know, you start breaking that down. Well, actually I want my significant other to think I'm absolutely hot and gorgeous and that they, I'm very attractive to them, you know, or whatever it is. But when you get to that deeper psychology, you can't lie to Solomon, you know, Solomon will little literally say, Oh, it's because you want to impress other women, <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever, you know, I mean, whatever it is though, you're going to be able to get a true answer and then you can decide if that's you know what you want or don't want you know but it's so funny that we we will literally lie to ourselves or our significant others and they'll even get on board with this because if we can convince them but reality is solomon won't he'll be like yeah right you really think that girl at the gym's fucking hot you want her to think you got abs da, 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 so therefore that's why you're doing it now i'm just being throwing something out there that i know a lot of you're like super maybe sensitive around but i just that's the thing is every aspect of your life you've got to get like this and be real with And there's so many people that wanna give you marriage advice or so many people that wanna give you friend advice or you know, all these things. But sometimes Solomon's the best one
1: yeah and you made a good point there too because you can convince your friends of anything like I'm working hard yeah you know my husband did this or that and they'll be on board with you yeah but your Solomon won't they'll
0: even have a pity party with
1: you. <laughs> yeah they'll have a pity party with you so yep you can enroll people in in your uh, drama as much as you want but you can't with Solomon and by the way I do think you're hot thanks
0: babes <laughs> vice versa <laughs>
1: thanks Alright, next topic is networking, relationships, and the trajectory of your future. <laughs> that sounds crazy, doesn't it? Oh, man. Okay. The tapestry of our lives is an intricate web of the people and the relationships we have with them. One person leads us to a new idea, a new practice, or a new person who then leads us to another and another. Um, and. I like to think of live events just because we've hosted some and it's, it's so amazing to see what happens here because they, people come to our event not knowing each other and then they leave with this incredible network that just keeps growing and growing and growing. So think of a live event you attended. What new people did you meet? Do you still stay in contact with any of them? Have you had a personal or business relationship come from it that wouldn't have happened if you had not been there? I bet all of us can say, yeah, you know?
0: Yeah, and it's an interesting way to look at this too is it's the roadmap of life that we forget about. And uh, it's like all of a sudden you wonder how you got to be where you're at. But if you went back and you started putting pins in every location you went to to get there and somebody saying, oh, if you just venture down the road, X, Y, Z, there's this. You know, all of a sudden it's like, whoa. You know, like, holy cow, it was amazing how much influence these certain people that were so kind to me and give me a leg up, even if it was just an introduction, you know, it's just fascinating. To me. I love it.
1: Well, and even further, like I watched Bart and if you know him, he is very vocal, um, about giving advice. And he's got some, a lot of wisdom for people. And we will literally have people come up to us at events that Bart only spent five minutes with them. And they tell him how their entire life was changed in that five minutes. Just from a conversation. So um, it's easy to forget the genealogy, quote unquote, of how we came to know someone and the impact that event or meetup made in our lives. So first and foremost, take time to think through someone who is in your life now because of someone else. And be sure to take a moment to thank that person by a phone call, text or email. I think it's, we think it's important to show gratitude for that. Second. If we say no to events or no to meeting new people, we miss out on incredible opportunities. Some may even be what we are directly looking for and we don't know it. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, I don't say no to things like that, but if an opportunity presented itself and you didn't take action on it, you did say no. So recently, uh, probably about a week ago, a friend of ours, Jeff Heggie, made an introduction to Bart. He connected Bart to a lady named Sherry. Sherry is a retired Olympian with a powerful presence and mindset, but Bart didn't know that leading into the call that was set up. What did you? What were you thinking the call was going to be?
0: You know, I just know Jeff well enough that, uh, you know, he's always like got great people in his Rolodex and, you know, looking out for people and getting them on podcasts and just doing a lot of, you know, he does a lot of great things. And so I was just like, he said, you need to meet this person. So I was like, okay, you know, most of the time I won't do something like that. And I don't get on their calendar, but this, I just was like, you know what? If Jeff says it, I'm going to do it and I'm going to take action on this. And so that's how that happened.
1: Okay. And then once you got on the call with her, what was your experience?
0: You know, my experience is what the same with, I don't care who I get on a call with. I truly just want to play full out. And so she started chatting. We started chatting. And uh, one of the things I've learned in networking and everything else is just you got to be vulnerable. So we were just both very vulnerable with each other and had a great conversation.
1: Yeah, and it went it went deep. It was an amazing conversation. Bart brought me in on it. And it was incredible. She's an incredible human. And I believe you guys kind of said, hey, let's at least talk once a month. Yep. Stay in touch. Yep. But then at one point in the call show, said, you know, I know a guy who is absolutely incredible. And I really feel like it would be awesome if you two got to know each other. yep. His name is Brian Bogart and Bart said, yeah, that would be amazing. So Sherry took action. She made the introduction and then Bart took action to get on Brian's calendar. And on that call, Bart and Brian had an immediately powerful connection and they are going to continue on having an amazing relationship going forward. So, you know, in that regard, Brian is now a part of Bart's life, and it will be really interesting to see where the tra- trajectory of that connection is going to lead.
0: Yeah, super excited about that, and uh, would love to explain further detail all of this, but I don't know that this is the place, and I want to further that relationship. But I do want to tell this really quick story, and that is, um, you know, if you sit down in life right now and think of the most expensive thing that you're going to pay for in your life... You're going to think of a lot of different things like college for my kids, taxes, all these different things come to your mind. But I really, really want you to think about one thing. That one thing is the most expensive thing in life that we miss out on is missed opportunity. And we forget that sometimes. But those opportunities come to us and, uh, you know, we're not ready. And it's like the, the guy that's on top of the hill and uh, he wants to be saved and he's there and all of a sudden he's praying, praying, and praying and a helicopter flies by and he goes, no, I'm good. No, I'm good. I'm god. God's god got me. You know, and it's like so many, you know, and there's a bunch of examples like this, but you know, at the end of the day, that was God answering prayers. So just when people help you or give you a leg up, make sure you accredit them for it, uh, really thank them for it, make a difference for what they did for you and uh, just... Gratitude, yeah. Send five texts of gratitude every single day and you'll make miracles happen in your life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Love those stories. And once again, as you go through your own life, look at the things you can say yes or no to. Amen. All right, last is what do you do? What do you do? It's a simple question, but if you attend any kind of an event, whether it's a business event or a party, you're going to get asked the question. Is your answer clear, concise, and exciting? Does it sound like something you would want to be a part of if you had never heard of it before? So we want to challenge you to go to one of your children or another child who's about, you know, fifth to eighth grade level and ask them what you do. Have him or her explain your business back to you. Does he or she have the capacity to tell someone else what you do? Then you can also ask a friend. Can he or she do, she do the same? If you ask your friend to sell your programs or products to someone else for you, what would he or she say? And if they can't do it, it's likely you haven't clearly defined it in a way that not only does your child not understand it, but no one else really gets it either. So we'll talk about Russell here for a second, because a lot of our, our tribe is in the digital marketing world. And they know when they hear the name Russell Brunson, they think of ClickFunnels. Absolutely. All right. So what are you known for? Our challenge to you this week is to think about your business and write out a sentence or two about what it is that you do. What makes it unique and why is that exciting?
0: Yep. And so the thing I want you to think about here too is what resources, if I said today, I want to share this about you, what would you have that I could send to somebody else? And it would be so clear that they'd be like, oh, I like that or I don't like it. And I can make a decision right now because I understand exactly what this is. Love it.
1: All right. We're going to go on to quick bullet updates of what we are up to. So we've made it to the gym every day this week, minus Saturday and Sunday. Our core four challenge in our I Do Epic Mini Mind this month is fitness, and we are playing full out. Let's go. So one of our favorite responses from one of our members so far is, she said, I think the fitness challenge is a great January focus. I'm eight days into a whole 30 with my husband, mother-in-law, and closest friend couple. This is the first time we've all been synced up since we sold our gym in 2018. I already feel physically better. Being synced up feels so much better than trying to go solo like I have over the last few years. We did legit meal prep on Sunday. I feel so accomplished. Lol.
0: <laughs> Let's go, Jen. <laughs>
1: Woohoo. I'd love to hear that. Only eight days in and you're already feeling better. Let's go. Right? And then, of course, we've been playing pickleball. Um, Bart actually has been playing for like five hour blocks. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah I've got, I kind of went a little too extreme, I think on the old body, but I have been playing hard.
1: And then Mercedes, our oldest daughter signed up for a league that starts at 6am every Thursday. And she convinced me to join.
0: She's Let's like, go mom and daughter. I'm saying
1: yes to the opportunity of spending time with my daughter and, and, you know, playing with other people. So it was a little rough, not going to lie, but it was fun. And Mercedes always brings the bubbly energy that makes it a blast to be around. Um, A blizzard warning is in effect here in Idaho today and yesterday. So Bart worked like mad. He brought more wood in for our wood fireplace. He put the snow plow on the tractor and he blanketed our horses for freezing temperatures that are supposed to hit. Rhino, Rolex and Duke were happy to get their coats on. They didn't fight him at all. But the good news is... None of that's going to happen now that we're prepared.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I did all that work. Storm blew over. No big deal.
1: Yeah, not much of a blizzard here. It's a little cold,
0: though. That's all right.
1: All right. This week was an I Do Epic Elite coaching week for Bart. He gets to get in individual sessions with some of the most amazing people on the planet. And we had a new client sign on yesterday, so we're super excited to welcome him aboard. And interestingly enough, this came about from a connection made at the gym.
0: No, actually through Trace.
1: No, he came up to me at the gym. Oh, okay. And then he knew that I knew Trace. I got you. So it all kind of started that awesome. way. Yeah. I had a conversation with him at the gym.
0: There you go. See. He went home
1: and he Facebook stalked us. Yeah. And he's like, I need a coach. There you go. So he signed up for a discovery call. All right. But this was like a year ago. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the timing worked out and out of the blue, he reached out and he said, I'm ready. Let's go. So super cool. Super excited. And last but not least, Bart's birthday is coming up on the 20th.
0: Yeah, if you need a list of things to send me, just let me know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I can name a few. So just uh, reply to the email. (laughs) I'll let you know.
0: (laughs) Obviously, go out there, do some good, help somebody out, and I'd be uh, super happy.
1: Yep, and that is it for today.
0: All right, so that's a wrap for the uh, Five Shot Friday. Absolute awesome. I do epic uh, newsletter. And I'm going to encourage all of you for my birthday, if you would, please send this to a friend, send it to somebody that would make a difference. Get them on this thing so that every week we can give them a little bit of insight, excitement in their life and make a difference in their life. And if you want to try something out, seriously, come join me on my morning mini minds. And uh, we create this amazing stuff we've been telling you about, want to share it with you, want to make a difference in your life and uh, just have an amazing, fantastic day from sunny night to day. And uh, this episode sponsored by I Do Epic.